Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Thank you so much for tuning back into another episode here on GEMS Podcast. With me today is my special guest, Jody White. She is a business coach. She works with entrepreneurs, leaders, teams, and company owners to make their vision a profitable reality. As a serial owner of multiple companies in tech and healthcare, she understands how to help you to build strategies and effective systems, whether you're a startup or have been in business for the long term. Jody also hosts a podcast, Your Spectacular Life, to help professionals live an exceptional life of impact and joy. Visit Jody at bizcoachingsuccess.com for a complimentary strategic session, which I will also share all of her contact information later on in the show notes. So without further ado, please welcome Jody White to GEMS Podcast. Thank you, Genesis. My pleasure, Jody. And today um, we're going to talk about all things business from your background to helping entrepreneurs and leaders. But before we dive into the meat and potatoes of the conversation, I definitely want to allow the audience to get to know you a little more. And I like to do it one or two ways. The first option is we could do a break the ice up front, or we could play a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for? I love speed. So let's go with the 10 questions. I'm kind of curious what they are. Okie dokie. Question number one. If you could go back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice, what would it be and why? So I would tell myself that everything is going to be all right. I'd I'd have a lot more faith in myself as a person and the ability to make the right choices. And even if I made the wrong choices to learn from those. Question number two, you just won the lottery. There is a caveat and you must donate to three charities of your choice. What charities are you contributing to? So I'm a real local girl and do work um, for our local charities here in Novato, California, which is a Bay Area Marin community. One would be Novato Spirit, which helps um, kids with sports. Another would be um, North Bay um, Services, which helps a whole bunch of people health health wives, mental health wives. And then what I would do is give money. Let's see, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the third one, school fuel, because our schools certainly need um, money for arts, creativity, great teachers, etc. Those are my three. Number three, if you could have lunch or dinner with any person, dead or living, who would it be? Well, um, I would, you know, always go with family members that have passed, but I just got through reading the Walter Isaacson book on, with Steve Jobs on uh, his biography, which was fascinating. So 
right now at this moment, I would recall Steve from from the dead. Four, favorite color? Green. Five, are you an Apple or Android user? I am an Android girl. Ooh, okay. So we have something in common. I'm half Android, half Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you, you do them both. That's fabulous. Number six, you just want an all-expense-paid vacation anywhere you want to go. And here's the kicker. You just found out that they're not flying back to your home base for this period of time. Where are you heading, Jody? How long do I get? Well, I'm not sure. It just kind of depends on the pilots and yeah. when they're going to fly back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I would do New Zealand. I might as well go all the way out there. There's so much to do. I'm an outdoor person. I love to hike and kayak and bike ride. And New Zealand has all of that and more. It's so beautiful. Seven, favorite food. Boy, that is tough. So I, I uh, make a lot of green drinks for myself um, and I have them every day. And when I don't, I don't feel good. So I'm going to, I'm, we're going to put green drinks made with different vegetables and fruits on the menu. Mm, green, green, green. <laughs> yeah, green. <laughs> hey, if you could recreate any significant moment in your life, what would it be and why? Um, there are many, you know, there's, I could, I could recreate one when my husband proposed because I'm happily married. Um, there's simple quiet moments when I'm holding the hand of my son. Um, so it just depends what I'm in the mood for in the moment, um, connecting with people and being present. Um, so I'm just going to be, again, I'm not quite answering your question, but um, if I had to do it, I guess in this moment, I'd, I'm adventurous. You got me thinking about travel. I would be um, in Switzerland hiking in the Alps. And nine. If you could have any superpower, Jody, what would it be? And I have thought about this and it has changed my mind. Um, or I mean, I, I've changed my mind on that many times. Um, the ability to um, yeah, be calm and relaxed in any moment, which I do, but um, I'd like to have it go deeper and just be totally present and calm and not distracted by anything. So I could be fully present with people. Ooh, that's a good one. So really mindfulness, intention behind it, and all that good stuff. And now that brings us to question number 10 the pass or play question. And here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed and you get to ask me one question. If you play, I ask one last question to conclude rapid fire with Genesis. So do you wanna pass or play? I wanna ask you a question. 
Okie dokie. What's your question? So I was reading about uh, your bio and your book and um, what, what got you started with writing your book, which came out in February, Chocolate Drop in Corporate America, From the Pit to the Palace? So definitely a day of frustration in oil and gas working for a particular Fortune 500 company, just getting tired of, you know, just working so hard, not necessarily being seen or heard or doing the two congruently. Um, In my last role, I was severely underpaid until I spoke Mm. up in the vice president's meeting. And that was like around the time that the whole BLM, which is Black Lives Matter movement started, Mm -hmm. where I was just frustrated because I am first generation American. So my dad was South American and my mom is Caribbean. And just like seeing um, my nieces and nephews who are, there's four of them that are biracial. Um, My sister's kids are half white. My brother's kids are half Indian. And just hearing the stories of, you know, how they're teased and bullied. And, you know, I went through bullying. That just kind of set me on the journey for the diversity, equity, and inclusion. And then just speaking up in that meeting got me a $20,000 salary increase within the span of a week. And my classification level bumped up from a 15 to a 22. So that goes to show the big pay disparity. Yeah, big big disparity. Well, good for you for speaking up. You know, that's wonderful. And I know that's part of what's in your book. Woohoo, she's holding up the picture. Um, yeah. yeah, so that will be great. Good for you. All right. What would you like to know um, as we go further? Yes. So now let's dive into the meat and potatoes of this conversation, which is all things of business encompassing. So Jody, in order for us to understand where you are now, we need to know where you came from. So tell us a little bit more about what started you on on this business journey and why it's something that you're so passionate about. Thank you. And I I am passionate. I love it. You know, in my spare time, I read about business for fun. And, um, you know, it's it's just great. Um, I started out uh, in tech, and I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area. Woohoo! And, you know, I loved it. I was a consultant and uh, worked in many different companies like Levi Strauss, Bechtel, Autodesk, Anchorsteam, um, Nestle, and the list goes on and did a variety of things in there. I was doing coaching, project management, database design, um, writing courses, writing policies. And it was it was so fun. And then I went into dot com with that and did every another of a variety of tasks. And then the dot com industry went flat. But in the meantime, I know in the meantime, I was taking courses in herbal medicine. I'm also interested in health and healing and um So while I was doing that, I became an herbalist apprentice and was offering, doing consulting 
with people on how they could get better with herbalism. And that led me to acupuncture school. And then I became an acupuncturist. So I'm, I'm one of these people who loves to keep busy, became an acupuncturist.com drops out. And I thinking, well, I guess I'm going to become an acupuncturist full time. So that's what I started doing. And, um, have been doing that for about 28 years. I kind of started things way along the lines. And about 10 years into that career, I found that people were getting better if I did health coaching with them. And this was when, you know, off the table, talking to them about health, what's going well, what they'd like to change from a perspective of health. And it you always drag in life challenges. You know, I'm getting along well with my boyfriend. I'm not, you know, I'm stressed. And then work. I'm happy at work. I'm not. I'm stress is causing me these health challenges. So I became a health coach and an acupuncturist. And then a few years after that, a life coach. And now for about nine or 10 years, I've been doing business coaching. So it, it kind of encompasses all of that with a strong focus on business, taking concrete steps on how a company is going to be profitable. Wow. And it's very versatile because they're very different um, areas, but they both have the same foundation when it comes to business, because there's so many different layers in business that you need to focus on, like marketing, public relations, um, legalities, whether that's procurement, your contracts, your negotiations, the vendor management, then um outsourcing because there's some things that you need to outsource in your business sure. because it's not your zone of genius. There's so many things that are involved in business, but I like the fact that you focused on the coaching side, which gives you that holistic um, view. And then you pair that with the business and you mirror the two together to really give you that niche and unique um, expertise because you took the knowledge that you acquired from being in tech then you said, okay, I want to do more in the health and wellness space. You tapped into that. And then you kind of come back to overall business and some of the foundations that you learned early on. And not a lot of people will connect the dots and do the 360 um, degrees there. But I think that's very important. And I think that's what gives you a competitive edge whenever you look at your competitors across the board. So when you think about business as a whole, and what people come to you from, maybe they're thinking about starting a startup and, you know, it's new. What are some of the tips and tricks that you would give them to really make sure that they're starting that startup, but it's not going to flop? Because a lot of startups do flop within a certain period of time because sure. they don't have that steady foundation. Yeah, well, you know, first, um, when I work with startups, um, it's all about relationships, Okay, there's maybe one or two founders or three founders on a bootstrap and everybody is trying to do their one area of expertise. So what I tend to do is to make sure that everybody is communicating. <laughs> and um, so essentially what we'll do is we'll run um, small groups and we'll 
we'll make sure that we talk about what's working and what's not working. So everybody knows what they can help with or not help with or the stresses that they're under. And again, um, again, just making sure they are a cohesive team and they need to be on the right um, track with their mission and value statement, and that will set the company culture. So when they bring other people on with them or work with vendors or outsource, they really are on the same page. Um, I have a number of things that I ask the, the uh, founders or the business owner or the small team about how things are going with in the areas of marketing, um, finance, tech, leadership and inspiration, management, self-care and operations. And those are kind of some of the basics. And again, we look at what's working, what's not working, what are some of the ideas that we want to start initiating so we can do that. And innovation is huge for me. And we need time to work with innovation. What's their next product? What's, uh, what's selling well? And, and again, in the financial area, what's profitable? What's profitable to your company on a monthly basis, quarterly basis, etc. So everybody is on the same page and talking to one another. Those are the things I start out with, but those are some of the tools that are just baseline to get the company going in the right direction and not off track or burned out from working so many hours in a day. Yes. And I, I like the fact that you mentioned asking the questions because it's like finding clarity on where they want to go, letting them regurgitate their why for being in business. And then you also ask them, how are you adding value to your organization? And how is that creating an impact for the people that are going to support your business? So you really have to really know the answers to those questions. And I always tell people, I'd rather have progression over perfection because you can make a progress all day long, but then you could perfect it later on whenever the time is right. But the main important thing is to understand your why, what are your core values, what sets you apart in this um, inundated sea of competitors, and et cetera. Are you just going to be the next thing that look that's that lookalike or that copycat, or are you going to be that one that really holds your ground, remain steadfast. Because if you think about Apple, there's no other company like Apple. There's no other company like Tesla or what Elon Musk is doing. They all have differentiators that set them apart. And that is why they're successful. But they're also successful because they realize that they couldn't build that empire on their own. And they needed to partner with other people who had diverse thoughts diverse innovation and et cetera, to drive the needle forward. Yeah, it's critical that they understand their why and messaging and get it out there and get it out to the target market that they are after us. They're essential in a waste time and money. 
So, you know, we take probably the most time to look at marketing. Do they have a marketing campaign? Does the message make sense? Are they reaching the right people? Um, what is a consistent campaign that they can reach? And then how do they measure that? Because once, you know, they understand all of these areas, I love to systematize um, these areas and their efforts in the company. I mean, if, if they get great results coming back on marketing methods, um, then let's make a system of it. Who's going to put out um, in social media out on a weekly basis? What the con What is the content going to look like? Um, how else are you going to reach people? Are you going to get in front of them with, with webinars or educational seminars or networking? I mean, and, you know, it's a system with proven results that should be easier to operate so you can do other things in the company. So it's it's critical that we look what's working and what's not, let those things go, enhance the things that are working, and then create systems around there with, with individuals. So, and it just, it makes sense because you don't have to create the wheel on a daily basis. And I love working with, again you know leaders and teams and individuals to make that happen as the question asker and um, the supporter but again we're looking at concrete results that will gain profits that's why they're in business in, in making their impact as well but they've got to stay in business so they can continue to make a positive impact on their community, target market, world, etc. Absolutely. The proof is in the pudding, doing your due diligence, getting that research, that market analysis, and etc. And then really taking those actions. So your actions are driving the results, which are those KPIs, those key performance indicators. So you could use them as benchmarks to keep on, you know, building that momentum. And then our last question before we jump into the call to action, Jody, is I want you to name a challenge that you face early on in your professional career that has helped you become the woman that you are today. And just the context behind this question is, we never talk about those challenges because people always see the success. But before we got to the success, there were challenges. And talking about those challenges allows us to be the, be the bridge to the gap. And we took those challenges as a lesson learned. And that's what helped us personally and professionally, as well as maybe mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Okay. All of those things. <laughs> I love that. Um, you know, I think risk-taking was perhaps the challenge that I held back on. You know, I I love acupuncture and I'm, I'm still actually doing acupuncture on a number of people, but I probably would have loved to have been a business coach maybe 15 years earlier. And I just said, no, you know, I don't have enough experience. Am I the right person? Do I need to start up another business and really understand this? And by then I had already started up 
about three businesses and love them and some needed to drop by the wayside because of time uh, availability. But I, you know, it, what made me a better person is, is again, taking the risk and saying, as I said before, I, I will have faith in myself, in my path. And if I fail, I will learn. So for me, again, the regret was I should have, I have so much fun doing this. I really should have stepped into that again about 15 years earlier, but it's all a journey and you're ready when you're ready. But listeners, just do it. <laughs> yes, like Nike says, just do it. Yeah, don't hold back. I mean, you you ask yourself, and, and I do this with people I work with, is what is the worst thing that can happen? You know, and can you have a contingency around that worst thing? And what's the best thing that can happen? So they get an understanding of why they're holding back and how to fix it. And so it allows them to move forward on, again, their goals and their desires to make these businesses successful and um, profitable. And Jody, now for our call to action part of the yes. segment, what do you want the audience to gravitate to or walk away with after hearing this segment? We talked about business as a whole, and then I definitely want them to just be thinking about something that challenges them to take that next step. Well, um, you know, again, as I said before, don't don't be afraid to hold back if if anything about this pandemic has taught us is, you know, you it, there's no use in wasting time anymore. If you're unhappy at work and you've really wanted to start a side gig or a full gig, you're doing a side gig, just go ahead and do it. There's, there's just so much to live for and so much more we can grow by facing our fears and jumping into things. And again, you have a support group and I would call on those people to be there for you to answer questions or to just support you in what you are doing. And I just want to also reach out to listeners as a support. Um, I am a I am a coach and I tend to partner with you. A lot of times people are doing things on their own and, and they just don't know, again, how to get clarity or they just want to brainstorm or we do things together. But I am your business partner slash coach in doing things that again, you do not have to be alone. You don't have to figure it all out by yourself. So um, we are out there, your people and myself. <laughs> amen, amen. Yeah. And I think that's really good because it sounds like we regurgitated some of the things that were already um, spoken about in the episode, but it was just prevalent that they hear this knowledge so they know the importance behind it. And Jody, I want you to tell the audience how they could connect with you via your website and where you right. primarily hang out on social media. So um, my website is biz 
coachingsuccess.com and it should be in the show notes so you can look at that Um, and I do have a complimentary strategic business session that uh, please take me up on um, let me help you with a few things cross a few things off your list and then we'll get you headed in the right direction so um, and then I hang out on all of them Facebook Instagram, um, Twitter, LinkedIn, and then I have a number of, again, different websites for health and life coaching as well. And there you have it. Listeners of GEMS Podcast, you just heard Jody White. She was our special guest today, and we talked about all things business. All of her contact information will be in the show notes, so make sure you read, scroll down, and tap in with Jody. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We're on 40 plus platforms. And you could also see all things video content by heading on over to our YouTube channel and typing in at gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Lastly, but not least, I want to thank each one of you for continuing to support the mission on a daily basis. Because of you, we are now ranked in the top two and a half percent globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com. And if you're interested in becoming a brand sponsor, space is limited. Head on over to genesisamariskemp.net for more info found on the podcast tab. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. We all have something great, something that we're great at. So why not highlight your skills and talents and start a business? You build up someone else's empire by being an employee. So take time and inventory to build yourself up. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.